0: It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash prime for details.
1: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter... giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR.
0: You're listening to Fox Sports
3: Radio.
2: Well, Merrill Hodge, uh, quite a career as an analyst and now an author. He's got a book, Find a Way, Three Words That Changed My Life. He played in the NFL for 10 years. We used to be teammates at ESPN. Um, Merrill always had the ability to cut through, and you were willing to be uh, criticized up to the draft, and I always loved that about you, and you and I agreed on a lot. I think Tebow, Manziel, there was a lot. We disagree on Caleb Williams, but I'm going to get to him in a second. So first of all, thanks for coming on the show, Merrill. It's great to see you again, and uh, I follow your career, and you're wonderful. So let's start with some a player that we both like, and we'll work our way up. So I saw Bo Nix twice. I think he's really undervalued. Everybody loves J.J. McCarthy and Caleb. And I just look at Denver. He reminds me of Drew Brees with a little mobility. You've looked at Bo Nix. Am I overvaluing him? What do you see that you like and concerns you?
3: Well, we're going to talk about this because there's two things as I evaluate quarterbacks that are going from college to the National Football League. And these two things have to work in unison accuracy and processing or decision making. Like they have to be as one. You can't have one without the other. If you don't have one, one of those two will run you out of the league. Yeah. So you, you at least have to have this. You got to have evidence of that. And he does do that. He processes well, um, he throws the ball well. Um, is there any true special, unique quality in those two areas? Um, no, but they're rock solid. You know, um, and you can tell that he functions. You know, under the system he's in, and that's another thing that you got to look at. You know, he plays in a really heavy college system. Yeah. Um, you know, now you're going to the NFL, and that that's where that's where. What I try to do, I don't look at where a guy's playing, I look at where they're gonna play. Yeah. You know, the field is gonna change, the pocket is gonna change, and how do they function in that? So when I take him and I look at. How does he function in a pocket that's gonna be like the NFL? Now listen, there's not a lot of evidence that, but I have a machine I can I can take and I can create all those different scenarios. So an NFL pocket, about 70% of it is dirty, clouded, and that's about seventy percent of the time. And how can you function under that? And can you process things and be accurate with that concept? And he's he's okay. He's not really elite in that category. Um so and that's a big hurdle. And that's something that's the environment that he's gonna play in. So if you see the struggles in college, you can't say they're gonna go away. You have to acknowledge those and then realize, okay, how are we gonna play out of that? How is that gonna work over time? Will he get better? Yes. And then height does become an advantage a, advantage or disadvantage. Yeah. You know, six one is about the you I mean, that's about the, the tipping point. You know, you love yeah. a guy around six three, they play have less issues once you get below that it becomes a real a real issue you yeah. know um you know you know last year um uh bryce young. Bryce, young bryce young i mean that, that that five nine and how he played from the pocket is going to be always a problem you're never going to work your way out of that they will always have limitations with him i don't care how hard he works don't care how great they coach those are going to be limitations how they how cj stroud didn't go one overall is still the most mind-boggling thing that I have seen when you had those two options because the evidence was there. C.J. Yeah. Stroud was the only first rounder that was qualified to be a first rounder that you would give in a first round. I gave a first round grade to that would transition to National Football League, and he had all of that evidence. Yeah, he he showed that in college. If you studied him right, you knew that he wasn't going to have a problem. You knew that you're going to have a problem with Bryce Young. He's going to be, and it will always be a problem. And I know he's a great kid, but that's a bonus. That is not a skill set. And, uh, he's going to always be 5'9". 9 doesn't matter how hard he works. doesn't how, matter what he does. He's always going to be 5'9", and it's going to create limitations, game plan.
2: Okay, so let's talk about the two top on the board. Let's go Drake May. We'll work our way up to Caleb and spend more time. Drake May, the knock on him. I saw him play two or three times. I got different versions of him. He was erratic. He moves pretty well. Um, arm strength is whatever. What do you make of Drake May? You're not a huge fan. Why?
3: No, I because the two things you just mentioned there, of his his processing. Now I watch him function under pressures. I I don't think I've yet to see him execute a pressure correctly. Identify it, oftentimes he misses it. Um, Sometimes when you see his head in that position and he doesn't acknowledge it and make the throw, like those are concerning. So when I talk about processing, there's not a lot of things that I'm like really confident about that he processes things well, especially pressures. Um, He is completely erratic when it comes to throwing the football. I mean, it's a big concern. I mean, can you button those things up? Can you get a little better? Here's what my ultimate belief is from playing in this league, coaching, um, studying this league for nearly 40 years. You just don't correct that. It actually is magnified when you get to the National Football League. That is when you become more erratic. And it's on all throws. It's short, intermediate, long. Now, he'll do enough to dazzle you. And here's where I th- always felt the problem is, is that you say, oh, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to make him smarter. I'll make him more accurate. And that's where people get fired when you do that. <laughs> and I just – there's, there's, there's just too much there that would um, – I wouldn't give him a first-round grade. I wouldn't take him in the first round. And if I did, then I would be very concerned of, you know, how long I'm going to be around as a coach or a GM.
2: Okay, so the player we disagree with, and one of the things I stated earlier, is that we think of USC as this great brand. Texas, USC, Georgia. They have had, in the two years he led the nation in offense, one elite player on the entire offense, Jordan Addison. A small receiver who's pretty darn good. Tight end, suboptimal, running backs, O-line, really average. Now, Lincoln Riley's obviously a good play caller and designer. But he basically scored about 40 a weekend In the best Pac-12 I've seen in 20 years with one really elite NFL player. So that's my takeaway is he did more lifting than people subscribe to. But you do point out a couple of things with him that two weeks ago I went on the air and said, okay, yeah, that's a good point. Merrill's pretty good at this. (laughs) That he doesn't take the easy stuff enough, which Mahomes' first year or two similarly leaned into great. Now he's gotten rid of that. Now Mahomes is, he'll give you everything. So let's go into Caleb. What was one of the first things you saw and you went,
3: pump the brakes? Okay, well, you, the word special is different for everybody. Okay, so the reason I say he's not special is he's, he's not special in where you must be special. If you have to show evidence, you got a chance to transition to the national football league. So I'll give you that. There's two guys in the last five to six years that have had that, Joe Burrow and C.J. Stroud. They just demonstrated that in college, and what it, and what am I talking about? How they played from the pocket, their processing, their accuracy, their anticipation, and I will go back to the processing. You just mentioned it. Rather, it's a clouded pocket. Rather, it's a clean pocket. He does a lot of that. You know, the slant's there. He he doesn't throw the slant. Um, because he's done the one thing that has made him exciting. And I think people lean to saying he's special. He's extremely elusive. And let me point out one thing that he does have out of all these other quarterbacks that I do love. And it is rare. His accuracy is elite. And I'm going to tell you this. that is That right there puts him above everybody else and gives him the edge. Now let's go to the, the hurdle, Why the special thing. He doesn't function from the pocket like he's going to have to in the National Football League. Now he's a guy who's one. When you look at a dirty pocket, you look at a clean pocket, and you look at the different plays that he gives up where he should give be throwing the football, but he goes and makes a play by running around. Okay, that's just not going to you're not going to survive in the National Football League doing that. That is his biggest hurdle. Okay. Being able to manage the gift that he has was is extremely elusive. I'm not going to deny that and I think that's a value, but it could be the thing that holds him back from being able to be successful in the National Football League because he'll leave plays on the field that shouldn't be left there. Yeah. And he's going to have to learn to manage that. Now, people comparing to Patrick Mahomes, the two things that we, you didn't mention, Patrick Mahomes sat a year. Yes. He had some of the best coaching in the, in the National Football League. Right. And in that year of growth, you're exactly right. How And then how he has developed over the years. I mean, this is what makes Tom Brady, people always say, what makes Tom Brady the greatest in the history of the game? One reason, he executes the play. If you, gave, if you tell him he's got to give you six checkdowns, he'll give you six checkdowns check in a row. And guess what? The second that you make a mistake on it, then you're going to go over the top. He's not going to hold the ball and sit down and go, I'm going to try to throw the goal. It's really not there, but I want that. Now we're second and ten. He's always moving the chains, and that's what you have to do in the National Football League. And so from a pocket presence perspective, he is not special. Now, his accuracy, again, elite. He's as elusive as Barry Sanders in some scenarios, more than Patrick Mahomes. That doesn't make him better than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's also a gift, but that might be the thing that hinders him more than anything is him learning to manage that yeah. and only go to it later. Now, I don't yeah. expect him to do this right off the bat. That's going to be a development thing. And I, listen, you, those things I think you can't coach. I don't think there's any doubt you can coach those, develop those, but then that relies on good coaching and the kid. The kid has to be in that. And then the mental toughness that he's going to have to have in this scenario, because what are the Bears? If the Bears get him, what I expect them to do? What is everybody going to say? We made up for our mistake. We got our Patrick Mahomes. They're not a playoff team. He's going to start right away. And that right there, those scenarios are completely different than what Patrick Mahomes experienced. And those are arduous hurdles to overcome. Yeah.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The
2: NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is
0: yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 six seven three. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition At ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. By the way, one more thing. You played Steelers-Bears. Talk Pittsburgh for a second. I think Russell Wilson actually works in Pittsburgh because in Seattle and Pittsburgh, he's not the center of the culture. Both defensive coaches create the culture. I thought when he went to Denver, because of what they paid him in the draft picks, they wanted him... To be front and center, and it, you know he's kind of, and I and I say this as somebody that likes Russell, he can be almost overly optimistic. You know, there's like zero cynicism, and you know the NFL is guys like you be authentic and real, and sometimes Russ, to some people, comes off as a little bit, you know, a little cringy, and but I like Pittsburgh because Tomlin sets the culture, Russell is mature and committed and a lot of those Steeler offensive players are young and sometimes a bit juvenile. I think he's the adult in the room in Pittsburgh, and I honestly think of every team in the league, it may be the best fit for him. What say you?
3: Well, I actually think that there's still a strong belief in Kenny Pickett. I I will tell you this, in all fairness, um, and having been around that organization and and close to it there, is his skill set is good enough to help you win a championship. Was it a brooding at towards before he got hurt? Yes. I mean, he was playing fast. He wasn't letting things develop. I mean, he was completely out of character in how he came out of college and how he started to play, which actually happens to a lot of players. This thing, I believe, ruins more players, especially quarterbacks than anything. You get ruined mentally way before you get ruined physically. Best thing that probably happened to him is that he got hurt. You got to pull him out of that blender, and he got, you got, you got to sit there and watch Mason Rudolph actually – Function how you have to function in this league to play and how he played from the pocket. so I just don't think he he'll end up there. I just think there's still a belief in Kenny Pickett and I think with the changes they've made offensively, the youth that you just described that they have, he has a great rapport with that. He has a charisma about him and a leadership too that you've um, probably not talked about you know outside of the arena of Pittsburgh that people recognize and acknowledge that he has with players you know, and the team itself. And, you know, I think this training camp will be pivotal for him. But um, I, don't think, I don't see him turning their back on him. And I think if you go get Russell Wilson, um, it would create more issues than it would solve.
2: Good stuff. His book is Find a Way, Three Words That Changed My Life. You see the hat. Merrill, it's always great to see. I may see on a ski slope in Utah in the near future. And it's a, it's a pleasure to have you on.
3: That's a must. Thanks, Colin. Always appreciate it, pal. You bet. Merrill Hodge. Um,
2: so he, you know, he did say one thing that jumped out to me. It's very hard when you're in college and your accuracy is all over the board. And then you go to the NFL where the windows are smaller, hash marks different, and you become very accurate. He said, Caleb is really accurate. So if you're accurate and athletic, I think you always work in this league. You can figure it out. Now, if you can process stuff. But that's what I worry about Drake May is because I watched him two or three times and I got kind of a different version. Like I always said, in, if you get hurt in college at any position, you're going to get hurt in the NFL. It's a much more physical game. If you're inaccurate in college, you're not going to get more accurate in the NFL. So that's the thing about Drake May where I'm like, like Herbert was accurate in college. Caleb's accurate. Like most, Tua
4: was accurate in college. What are your rolling in your eyes? Listen, uh... We got to get Hodge back on right before the draft. Can we? Can we do that? Because uh, you got to pin him down on some of this stuff. I was texting the producers like he. It sounds like he just hates all the quarter. He doesn't like anybody. He doesn't want to draft anybody. He's like you draft no, this guy, not, you're gonna get fired. Like said, that's not how it works, bro. He said
2: Bo Nix, because of processing and accuracy, some limitations physically, will be successful. He said Caleb is accurate and there's things you can yeah, teach. We him. know he
4: drank man, He didn't like. Okay, <laughs> fine, hey, Merrill. You got the second pick in the draft. Who are you taking? You better take a quarterback. You know, because you don't have one on the roster. Go, go talk to Arthur Smith about that. Right in Atlanta, we got Desmond Ritter. He's our guy. <laughs> Arthur Smith fired. Well, You know, like Peter you, you King. You have
2: you have to draft yeah, a quarterback. Peter King says yesterday, trade down and get drafted. Yeah, that's what you
4: did. Do. Trade down, hey. Well, I want a quarterback. I want a quarterback. No, you need a quarterback. Everyone needs a quarterback. Look at the teams that made the playoffs this year. And then go look at their quarterbacks and tell me if you need a quarterback in this league.
2: You're going to like our last segment. First, though, J-Mac with the news. No, no,
4: no, no. Turn on the news.
2: This is the herd. I think my news. last segment's going to drive you.
4: Ah, I, don't, I don't get driven. I mean, Merrill Hodge was ticking me off. I had to bite my tongue there. Some of the stuff. I don't like Drake May. Come on. Anyways, well, uh, he is kind of inconsistent. I know Hodges has hit some – he's had some home runs. Oh, he's no hit doubt. some big home we runs. We all hit home runs. Come on. Um, and we also <laughs> whiff a lot, too. I, I, call I Zach like Wilson. Bryce Young. I called Zach Wilson the Mormon Mahomes on this show. I was so fired up about him going to New York. and Yeah. Anyways, let's go to uh, running backs. How about that? We don't talk a lot of running backs. A lot of them are going to hit the market in free agency. And, uh, Colin, <laughs> there doesn't seem to be a lot of interest. According to reports, not a single big-name running back will get a franchise tag – this season in what will be a loaded class some of the big names Saquon Barkley Derrick Henry Josh Jacobs Tony Pollard Austin Eckler now remember last year Barkley and Jacobs got franchise tagged both were disasters Um, I I do like Josh Jacobs what do you like about him Good player. But two years ago, yeah. This past year, what have you done for me lately? Well, it wasn't, wasn't the most robust offense. Oh, the yeah, now we're going the offense. Well, now the quarterback, we're someone else.
2: The quarterback can't throw, crowd the box, make him beat you with a run. So, I mean, if the quarterback was more dynamic, it would help the run game.
4: Do we think that running backs are so – there's just so much negativity around them now. They're almost undervalued assets. Remember, tight ends were making well, more well, money last year than running backs okay, and free agency. So you're like, a GM – and you hit in
2: three years, you hit ten home runs in the draft. Now that's unrealistic. You're in the Hall of Fame. Right, right, right. So let, let's say let's say you hit seven home runs. So what are the seven most so you you know you're gonna you're become a GM and you get three years, and in three years, we say seven positions, you hit home runs. So we would both say quarterback, edge rusher, a weapon on the perimeter, left tackle. Those are your four. Right. Most people would say corner is five or six. I've always thought center, the guy that calls all the audibles, is way undervalued. So my takeaway is I like running back, but I don't have it in the top seven. I don't. So if you told me I had, now, now, Detroit hit a home run with running back and it's absolutely helped Jared Goff. There's no question. Josh Allen finally got a running back. It helped them. So I'm not saying they don't have value. But I tend to go quarterback, left tackle, edge, weapon or two on the perimeter, center, corner,
4: and then I go to a running back at like eight. I think it makes more sense to draft a running back, not not necessarily early like Gibbs to Detroit, but and then run him into the ground. You know, three four years, well, and then they, you move on. I know that sounds negative, but look, remember the Rams last year? Who was the guy they had out of Notre Dame? Well, uh, uh, William, Kyron Williams. He changed their team midseason when he got healthy again, remember? Well, you know. He wasn't a first round pick. First
2: two rounds, get quarterbacks' power and size, get speed third round and on. So the feeling by most GMs, and there, Nick Chubb was a second rounder. He's been worth it. But the, the feeling is you can get your running backs rounds three and on. You can get your corners and safeties round three and on. Now, Kyle Hamilton, Baltimore first round has been great. If there's a guy that you really see as, if it's a huge need and he's Ed Reed, Kyle Hamilton, go get him. But generally, size, unique size, power, or quarterbacks in the first two rounds the way to do it.
4: So if you could tell me that uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to draft a running back, let's just say hypothetically, the Michigan kid, uh, Corum, in the second... Probably okay, second or fine. third round. Second or third round. And then I get Saquon Barkley also in free agency on a specific deal that's gonna fit my cap situation. That's a massive home run because you know Harbaugh likes to run oh, the ball. he loves to run the ball. They're they're they I mean I not that I
2: have inside intel, it's been published. They want to create a big time run game. So they have to get a center. And another running back. That those two positions, they're gonna acquire. their center
4: was hurt last year. No, he's not he's done. He's, done, he's, he's over. Career he's just, over. Yeah, over. That, that was a killer. Um not 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 great. But I, I'm with you. I kinda like the Chargers. Next up, uh Daniel Jones. Hey, remember last summer or last offseason, four years, one sixty, and he was um, shall we say pretty terrible before tearing his ACL in week nine? Um there are reports now there's report this is report season in the NFL that indicate the Giants could target a quarterback in the draft if the right situation presents itself. Uh, this is not a shock to you and I. We don't I like think, Daniel Jones. I, yeah, I would move off him, but I don't think they will. They'll go get a receiver. But they're not he's not long for the Giants with that contract if again, you look at They it. have a lot of things I like. They have a good
2: left tackle. They have an edge rusher. I like their defensive line. I like their coach. They're not. They, they have a star running back. There are things the Giants have I like. They they absolutely have to upgrade wide receiver. They're just not dynamic
4: well, I think the kid Hyatt uh, from Tennessee he's, had a solid fine, rookie year. No, no,
2: he's a two. Yeah. He's fine. But they got to get better at receiver. So but my don't guess is they a quarterback is, to get them the ball. I think what they're going to do is draft a quarterback about the third or fourth round. And by Thanksgiving, may just pull the plug. But I, I don't think they, they've got – they're not fast enough on the perimeter to threaten teams like San Francisco, Philadelphia. They've got to get faster. They're like New England in the NFC. They're just not – they're not on the
4: perimeter. They don't scare anybody, so you can defend them much more easily. They're not dynamic. This is an interesting offseason for Brian Dable. Remember, he goes to the Giants, get to the playoffs, everything's looking good. Regress badly, now they look for a quarterback – are they the worst team in that division, Colin? We both like Washington. No, I think they are. I'm picking the commanders to win the division.
2: Bold. And Dallas to make the playoffs. So Eagles miss? Eagles miss, Giants miss. Sirianni fired. Yep. I'm not rooting for it. I just, I'm, you're asking me to make a prediction.
4: Yeah. Predictions in February for the upcoming NFL season.
2: Yeah. And I, I don't think it's a day ball issue. I think he should retain his job. I think he didn't draft Daniel Jones. That's, he inherited it. You do the best you can with what's inherited. And the Mara family is all in on Daniel Jones because I think he looks like Eli. I mean, I can't figure it out. And so it's like he's a more mobile Eli. So it's like, okay, whatever. But you're telling me I have to win the, with this guy. I'm doing the best. I got him to the playoffs. That's a bad. I mean, I mean, Matt Nagy got Trubisky to the playoffs twice. You fire him. I didn't
4: draft him. I'll just do the best I can with him. It's fair. Uh, final story is the Niners down to the defensive coordinator job. Apparently, the last remaining coordinator vacancy in the league. Kyle Shanahan expects to finish up interviews and make a hire this week. And there is a new name who has finished an interview. Your friend. Brandon well, Staley, I, I, there's no reason former to jab. Chargers head coach. There's, there's nothing wrong.
2: A lot of people are excellent coordinators. He was a very good coordinator. He I thought excessive. Raheem Morris was better. I thought he was excellent for the Rams. Oh, a bunch I, of kids, Aaron Donald, and a bunch of kids. I
4: Yes, Morris was. Great. But there's no um, reason to pile on. That's I'm not, not piling. What are you piling on? A Staley my would My felt like a jab. I think, I think, I think that Staley subtle. would be a good hire. No, I have no problem with him.
2: We've beaten up Brandon Staley enough.
4: I mean, I moved off. The Actually, Baker, I don't think we have
2: <laughs> the Baker heat after a while. You know, it's just we're not here to be bullies. Probably should move off Justin Fields. I've you know been pretty tough for
4: about a month. Okay, so, so tomorrow, rest of the week, no, no Russell Wilson, no Fields. I don't. I didn't. Wasn't critical. I gave uh, Russell very positive for years. Yeah.
2: Probably too positive. Maybe, arguable. Jay Mack with the news. Well,
0: that's the news.
1: And thanks for stopping by.
0: The herd line news.
2: This next segment will be uh, brilliant, but may not be well received by JMac. When your business reaches a certain scale, challenges start to surface. You deserve a tailored solution. Check out netsuite.com/herd. Download their popular KPI checklist, absolutely free.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific.
2: Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more.
1: unbelievable when you get travel perks with amex platinum you're part of the action that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpresscom slash with amex
2: hi let's talk about pro plan sport pro plan sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours so whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. So I admitted yesterday that I didn't think Luca and Kyrie, I didn't trust them. Kyrie, too much drama, misses too many games. They're off to a, they're having a great week. A great two, three week stretch, actually. In their last seven, eight games, they've been on fire, and Kyrie's been on fire. And so I was thinking about this: is we only have yesterday 25, 24 games left in the NBA regular season. So this is when everybody tightens up the screws. You kind of you start watching NBA games this week. We'll have a Celtics, uh, Sixers game, a Warriors, Knicks games. Now's the time you kind of pivot into NBA. Watch it. It's going to look like playoff basketball for some of the seating here. So I thought 10 through one. Let's go to the best duos in the NBA. Jay Mack, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, number 10, Ant Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. Edwards averaging 26, number one seed in the West. My concern with these two, I do not trust Carl Anthony Towns in a big spot. Um, I just, I've always thought he can be emotional. Sometimes you lose him. He goes off the fairway, but I have them at number 10 duo. Number nine, Giannis Damian Lillard. My concern is not a very good team defensively. But they are the third-highest-scoring duo in the league this year. Giannis has been a dominant fourth-quarter scorer. I worry a little bit about Dame's health. They haven't necessarily fit brilliantly together yet. And again, some defensive concerns there, nine. Eight, Chet Holmgren and SGA. Now, their youth is a concern in the playoffs. But Holmgren, quietly, because everybody's paying attention to Wemby, Chet Holmgren's had a great year. And SGA is the second leading scorer in the NBA. So between these two, by the way, and this is one of the advantages of youth, they play every night. They've missed one game combined all season. Number seven, Luka and Kyrie. Now, here's my knock. They don't play defense, and Kyrie has missed 22 of 57 games. But on their good nights, when they're both hitting, it's hard to stop. Now, in terms of usage rate, Luka's got the ball in his hands. Highest usage rate in the league. And I always think when you play like James Harden, he's a little James Harden, you wear out in May and June. You just wear out. You have the ball in your hands. But I put them at seven. Number six, Steph Curry and Draymond. Say what you want. Have you noticed how good this team is since Draymond Green returned? Since Draymond Green returned, they're top ten in offensive rating, defensive rating, and net rating. I'm sorry, all you haters. Draymond after Steph is the soul of this franchise. Curry leads the NBA in three-point score. Number five, if they're available, Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, listen, they both defend. They can both score. Uh, And here's the other thing this year, J-Mac. They're not missing games. They've only missed nine total all season. And the Clippers have the best record and the highest offensive rating in the West since December. So that's the one thing, if you watch the Clippers, you can't deny. They move the ball. Harden has finally given them a legitimate veteran point guard and assist guy. Paul George Kawhi at 5. four, Durant and Booker, best mid-range duo in forever. They're the only duo, both averaging over 27 a night. Listen, you guys all bang on Kevin Durant. Nobody gives Booker props. But there's nothing like playoff basketball we all talk about threes you know what happens in the playoffs get me a bucket Booker and Durant are buckets that's why I think they'll be very good in the playoffs I put them at five Jason Tatum Jalen Brown better defenders probably than those two I put them at three um, listen they're great at home net ratings fantastic four conference finals in seven years. They've got playoff experience. You know, Tatum sometimes, I think, can shrink a little in big spots, but I put him three. Two, you're going to go crazy, LeBron and AD. AD's not missing games. So AD's the best defensive player in the league, I think. And I think LeBron, on any given night, is a top five offensive player. And the bottom line is these guys aren't made for a seven-game playoff series, but they won the in-season tournament for a reason. When AD and LeBron can give you 38 minutes each, they can beat anybody. They went to Boston without these two and beat the Celtics. So I put them as the number two duo. Now, I think by next year, they may drop to seven because of their age. But right now, number two and number one, Jamal Murray and Jokic. And I don't think they they also have a great supporting cast. But I get a big man who on any given night can have 15 assists, 15 rebounds, and 30 points. And Jamal Murray, although never been a big all-star game guy, J-Mac was on him two, three years ago. He is a great get-a-bucket guy. You saw that against the Warriors in the fourth quarter. You need a bucket, Jamal Murray gets him. Jokic best player in the league. All right, where's your big disagreement? I probably People will say you have LeBron and AD do high, but as I say duos, what I'm thinking is when we get into the playoffs, it's a game six must win. Mm. I would say Jokic-Murray won. I'd take LeBron and AD
4: to win a game two. Okay. Um, the biggest mistake here is not giving us enough time to debate it. Um, one massive error. One. You told, I don't know how you missed this. I don't know how the staff allowed this to happen. So the Miami Heat have two guys on their team, who have been in the finals twice in the last four years, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. They absolutely 1,000% to be, deserve to be on this list. I'm sorry. Yeah, but they carry the franchise. So you're
2: going to put them over the number one seed in the West, mm-hmm. Ann Edwards and Carl Anthony I love Kowns. Ann Edwards. What, they, have, they don't have any playoff wins,
4: uh, well, playoff no, no, series we're not wins. We're
2: talking last year. SGA I'm, and I'm Chet. T- what are the heat right what? now as a seed?
4: You, think, you gotta, does It matter. It's we, the playoffs. They, these guys are regular list season guys. This is today, not the last four years. Oh dear! Um, it's today. They're sixth in the East. Steph Curry's my favorite player of all time. I'm sorry, they're they're not top ten. Draymond, come on. Sample size of Draymond being back for like eight minutes. Uh, I, I think you need Bam and uh, Jimmy Butler on there. The other one, your guy De'Aaron Fox and and DeMonte Sabonis. I mean, goodness gracious! Se- Sabonis can't
2: shoot. Shooters league, can't shoot. <laughs> Yeah, you guys all light the beam. How about you light up some playoff
4: wins? <laughs> if uh, I had to hear you and Nick write on light the beam. By the way, Giannis and Dame Lillard at 9? Uh, I mean, he, I don't know where you you got to get them lower than that, but lower? This, is a, this is a solid list. Solid. Not your worst. C. I'll give it a C. I plus. like Bam and Jimmy
2: Butler. They're 11. They're 11. It's like Brock Purdy. He's the 16th best quarterback. Almost makes the top Who, 15. Who's the worst player on this list? The, there is no worst player. There though. has to be. There's if no you're ranking worst. the players. There is no – Chet Holmgren has, yeah. doesn't have a long runway yeah. of okay. games. But I, he's, he's been, they're not top ten. I'm sorry. They're not. You don't – SGA leads the league in scoring. Ooh, Number points. two seed in the West. And you're worked up about Bam on the Bayou?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen.